What is going on, everybody? Hope everyone had a wonderful week. Welcome back to Camacho's Place. Saturday, made it through another week, got through all the bullshit that the week has in store. It was a long week, even though it was a short week, technically, for a lot of those who got Monday off. Uh, in my business, we did get Monday off, but it's never frowned upon if you want to work on Monday. So it's just a long week. It was a very long week. It was hectic. What I do in the liquor industry, we always have month end. It's it's not easy. We're always chasing some type of number, trying to make sure that we um, uh, stand up to our commitments and hit our goals. And when you're in this industry and you sell some of the major brands, you, you, you're tasked to uh, chase some big numbers. So that was my last couple days. And it's funny, I, before I even get into it... Uh, I get a phone call yesterday at around probably four ish, four thirty ish. So you ever notice at work when you're working, you, there's always these people um, in authority, whether it's upper management. If you have a great boss that you work for, someone that um, that really stands up for you, has your back when 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 you know you're in the right, and that will stand up for their team. So I hope a lot of you guys get to work with people like that because it, it's a joy to actually work for someone like that then there are those who are for for lack of a better term head motherfucker in charge and you can't you get those calls all of a sudden you look at your cell phone you you, you know you recognize a number and you're like oh all right i better pick this one up so i got one of those calls yesterday i tell you what it is <laughs> it's funny because you you know you want to say like motherfucker is 4 30 fuck you calling me for <laughs> and for those who are not in the liquor industry friday is an unofficial day to catch up throughout the week now near the end of the month actually if a friday if the the month ends on a friday you're working a little bit later again you're chasing these numbers so i get this phone call and it's from someone who is literally second in command in the state that I live in, in the state of Indiana. So when you get that phone call and they ask you, hey, can you get this sold? You don't really have an option but to say yes. You, you, don't, you don't know how you're going to do it, but the answer that's going to come out of your mouth is, is going to be yes. Your, your brain and your body might be saying, no, motherfucker, it is, look what time it is. I, who the fuck am I calling at this time? But you don't say that. You say, no problem. I'll get it done. I was able to get it done. So I'm not, I'm, I'm not upset about it. It's just if, you, if those who work in any type of uh, industry or in, in a work environment where you have someone, especially when it's the, one of the top two dudes or, or women that run whatever, wherever you work, you don't say no. So I, I got, I got, uh, got that phone call yesterday. It was wasn't bad or nothing. He was nice about it, but you, you still, you're just like, ah, oh, shit. All right. Uh, let me see. It, Cause again, in, in my industry, you, you're every month is a reset button. So you, you have to go and, and restart everything every month. It, it, the business I'm in, it's not about what have you done for me? It's what have you done for me right now? What will you do for me today? And what will you do for me tomorrow? That That's how the liquor industry works. A lot of people think it's a great and glorious industry. Yes, we're on a lot of booze. We do get to do a lot of fun. We get to go on a lot of fun trips, uh, parties, uh, events. But in the end, man, Monday through Friday, day-to-day -day work, you're, you're really putting in work. And I don't think people realize that, nor do they see it. But I got that phone call yesterday. And I was like, oh, shit. All right, let me get this sold. But that was that. That's how my week ended. It was a long week. We're also doing some repairs on our house. And uh, shout out to my uh, my neighbor, Dave. Does a wonderful job. He did my garage. The guy does some great fucking work. Seriously. Uh, and, you know, it's always nice. I, I'm not a handyman by no stretch of the imagination. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Can I do some plumbing and stuff like that? Yeah, I can do some of that stuff. But I'm not fucking redoing an entire room putting up siding on a garage or roof, none of that shit. No, I'll pay a motherfucker for that. And, uh, I love my neighbor, man. That guy, shout out to him. Uh, shout out to his son who, uh, I know a lot of people see, I don't say a lot of things and those who are listening to this, they'll probably know 
what I'm talking about, but I'm not going to get into too many details. I will say this though. I do read a lot of comments and stuff that people will say, if you're not from the area, then you don't know what I'm talking about. But fortunately there was an incident that happened at a local bar and, uh, you know, I, I knew that I, I know one of the persons actually Dave's son who was involved. And it's funny how people are quick to judge without knowing and make comments. And the funny thing is I read something that somebody had posted yesterday. Of course, you know, everybody has, uh, every, you know, there, back in the day, we used to have this thing called liquid courage, uh, 20 years ago when my friends and I would go out and this has been way before even that, but, uh, we didn't have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Snapchat. We didn't have none of that. Okay. So when you wanted to say something, you fucking said it, whether it's to that person, maybe, you know, everything was passed along the, um, you know, it was passed along, you know, word, word of mouth. Now these days, everybody wants to post shit on, on, on Facebook and stuff like that. And it's funny because, uh, and this kind of lead into something that I'm not going to get into a lot, but we'll, we'll make a quick comment on. If you post it, you say it, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, uh, own it. Don't be afraid. And, and I saw some of the comments that people were putting, uh, about the situation and, and, and probably not even there, not knowing what was going on. And everybody has a, an opinion. It's just like assholes and podcasts. Everybody has one. So I'm, I'm glad that everything, um, came out the way I knew that it should come out. Cause I know the person literally, uh, firsthand. So I, I know the type of person he is. And I, I just thought reading some of these comments, like you, you motherfuckers, man, you guys talk a lot of shit, but you really don't back it up. You know, would you say that shit to him? Would you say that shit to a, a person that you're talking shit about in, in, in to their face? See, I think a lot of times we, we're quick to say something on Facebook or whatever. Now, I will comment on some stuff jokingly to friends that I they know me personally, but I'm never just going to go off and haul off and just talk shit. People who, who, who know me on social media know that I'm not. That's not my that's not a, my MO. And besides, look, I'm not calling myself a professional shit talker, but I'll talk some shit and people that know me that hang out with me, they'll tell me, man, you're an asshole, you're a shit talker, uh, yeah, that's what I do, so I just, I just find it funny that people will comment, have an opinion on things, not knowing the fucking truth, especially when you weren't there, and thank God, he, uh, nothing terrible happened to him, again, I know there's going to be some people that are hearing about this, uh, will hear this podcast and know what I'm talking about. But again, uh, I'm just glad that everything uh, worked out in, in his favor and, and the other uh, person that was involved, uh, those two gentlemen, it came out unscathed and, you know, it, 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 you know, due process showed that they were doing the right thing. So with that being said, like I said before, the whole owning it, um, we'll just make, I'll make a quick comment about this and I'm going to leave it alone. Roseanne Barr, you tweet out some shit. You want to blame Ambien. I think that's a bitch move. First of all, what you said, not cool, very inappropriate, but then you want to backtrack. Let me tell you something. Motherfuckers these days, like I said before, if you're going to talk shit, fucking do it, own it, just deal with it. Don't fucking blame Ambien. Don't blame fucking Tylenol. Don't blame none of that bullshit. Just do it. Hey, you said what you said. You got a man to fuck up. Own it. It's like Kanye West. He uh, he owned his shit when he made some stuff. He he was you know he was he was man enough to say, well, this is why I did it, and blah 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 blah. People still didn't like what he did, but he didn't shy away from it. He tried to explain himself a little bit better, again, but didn't shy away from it. And people were still, you know. Not happy about what he said, but again, he owned it. You know, sometimes you just got to own your shit and people just won't do that. So on that note, I don't know if a lot of you guys are into hip hop. I am. I've always been. I've got my top five. It's always interchangeable. I don't think there's like a, for me, there's not like a huge great rapper. Like one is better than the other, but I do have a top five. So in into uh, this week, I... <sighs> I tell you what, Kanye West, that dude can make some sick beats for other people. I mean, the guy can put out banger beats for other artists. And if you haven't heard the Pusher T album, I suggest listen to it. It's only 21 minutes long. It's seven songs, but every song goes right into each song. Every song is... Um, it's just the beats are banging, banging. Banging, 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 banging. Then Kanye does his album. 
and I was like, man, you, you, you killed the pusher T and you, you, you fucked up your shit. Had a couple good songs, but the rest of the album wasn't, he's still doing that singing, rapping type shit. Like, nah, bro. Again, again, you listen to the whole, I listened to the whole album. And I looked at the reviews online. First of all, here, here's the funny thing. He is so self-absorbed, which by the time, and again, I don't have that type of money. I would love to have that type of money. Eh, maybe one day I will. Um, so self-absorbed, you, uh, you fly out critics to Wyoming on a private jet. You fly all these people out. First of all, you're listening to the fucking album in somewhere in Wyoming. I've never been to Wyoming. I heard it's a great, or it's a beautiful state. It's kind of like Idaho. Again, there's parts of the U.S. that I haven't been to. Been to a lot of states. Just haven't been to those states. Montana, South Dakota, North Dakota, um, Wyoming, Idaho, Colorado. No, I've been to Colorado. So, yeah. Anyways, he uh, flies people there. Excuse me. I had to finish my uh, last sip of coffee. And no, I, I didn't just get up. I actually went and worked out. And then now I'm doing this podcast. So anyways, he um, flies people out. Because, you know, that's the only thing that self-absorbed people do. <laughs> and they listen to the album. And these people are like, oh, this is a good album. I read some of the reviews. And I'm thinking, either you motherfuckers are afraid to tell Yay that, that this is a piece of shit. Or you just... Uh, our followers. Now the album, I didn't think was good. Not at all. I, I so, again, I, it's my opinion. I know what I like, but I'll tell you what I didn't like was that now the push of T album fire, a banger, every song, boom, 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 boom. And, and again, you have to, if you're not a Pusher T fan or if you're not a Kanye fan, I think we still want that old Kanye. And it's funny when you, when he makes these albums, man, he's putting these beats for these other people. And you're like, fuck man, I can't wait to hear this. And then you hear this album, you're like, motherfucker, this is what you give us. Are you serious? This shit? Come on, man. Give me something better than that. You just pulled a J.R. Smith. That's what the fuck you did, Kanye. You just pulled a J.R. Smith. Do you know what fucking time it is? <laughs> what the fucking score is? You know, put the basket back in there. Put the ball back in the basket. Oh man, J.R. Smith, he is not gonna let that. That's never gonna be let down. That dude forever, forever is gonna go in infamy with that play. That just could you imagine having a giant blunder a fuck up like that seriously i have i've only seen a few of those uh one of one actually in my lifetime i've seen two personally live like watching them on tv one of them was the 86 well where the ball went in between bill buckner's leg in game six of the world series and the mets were able to uh ray knight was able to uh score the winning run and then tie the series three games apiece, and then the Mets go on to win their uh, second World Series and their last World Series. These motherfuckers uh, uh, can't get shit right. The, 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 the New York Mets to me, which is, it, it, people who know me know, I'm a diehard Mets fan. No bullshit. I, I have, I love the University of North Carolina basketball. I, I'm, a die, I'm a diehard Tar Heel fan. I'll root for all their, all their team sports. Uh, I love the Indianapolis Colts, but I love my New York Mets, and those motherfuckers are just, the New York can't get right. That's what the fuck they are. They're the can't get rights. Uh, so, and then Chris Webber, the timeout, the infamous timeout in 93, when uh, <laughs> you call a timeout, you don't have a timeout, you get a flagrant, they get the shot, plus the ball. I mean, it just couldn't have, you know, that that's that's got to hurt him, because Michigan would have won that game. Uh, in, in those in, who remember the 92, 93, uh, Michigan Wolverines, those, the fab five, those fabulous freshmen that were able to get to a final four and ultimately lose to Duke, but then come back and lose to North Carolina the second year, uh, it is it, tough. Uh, so yeah, but watching the game the other night now, the, the difference is, um, the Bill Buckner and the Chris Weber, those, those plays, and even Alex Gonzalez, if, if you're a Cub fan. And the Bartman play, 
I mean, two things that happened in one game. Now, we don't know if the Cubs would have went on to win that World Series that year. I mean, we just don't know. But you have the Moises Alou chasing a foul ball and Steve Bartman getting in the way. <laughs> then you have Alex Gonzalez fumbling a, a, a routine ground ball to him at short. So those things happen. And you hope that you don't have to relive those. We all do those. I mean, we've all made fuck-up mistakes. It's just, when you make a bad mistake, it's not viewed by millions. It's not a giant fuck-up. Uh, it is one of those things where you know you fucked up, and you're like, ah, oh, I fucked up. Like, so yesterday, well, this whole time, so I'm doing the house project. And... Well, let me let me finish this before I tell you my fuck ups. And this just literally happened all week. Every week it was fuck. I was fucking up. So you, you, when you do it on the grandest stage like that, I, I have to commend athletes because they have to come back out the next game, whatever. He, he, and sometimes it happens at at the end of a play, a Super Bowl. Marshawn Lynch, yeah. People never talk about Bill Carroll's or I'm sorry, Pete Carroll's decision to go for it. Uh, at the one yard line and not run Marshawn Lynch. You literally have at the time Marshawn Lynch, AKA beast mode at the one yard line. You hand that shit off to him. Worst case scenario, he doesn't get in, but don't fucking pass the ball. Everyone. Oh shit. Matter of fact, it was so, I I almost wonder if the Patriots knew that they weren't going to run because the way they defended that pass was just crazy. But Hey, Again, that is a decision that Pete Carroll has to live with the rest of his life. People are not going to forget about it, but it's funny. They don't talk about it all the time. They always bring up other stuff, but to me, that was a huge mistake. You, You literally cost your team the championship. Now, Chris Weber, that cost the team the championship. Alex Gonzalez, I don't really know if that would have cost the Cubs a championship. You just don't know. You, you I, I believe that was... Whatever game that was, I, I can't remember. Um, but they did go on to lose the series. Like that game was the demise of the Cubs for that particular um, series. It just it happens. It just you make a mistake. Bill Buckner, his the ball going through his legs. You lose game six, uh, then to lose game seven. You, you sometimes you can't recover. So to see these guys and women. You know, whether it's in tennis and golf, whatever, more, you know, basketball, whatever. Athletes, man, you got to have such a thick skin. I don't, I, can you imagine what J.R. Smith is going to feel like on Sunday? Because that's all they're going to fucking talk about. That will be talked about. If the Cleveland Cavaliers do not win the NBA championship, that's all people are going to talk about. They will remember this season summed up in one play. And then you wonder, will LeBron James get the fuck out of Cleveland? Probably does. Honestly, I hope he goes to Miami. I really want to see him go back to Miami. I know a lot of, I've said that to a lot of people and they're like, no, 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 no. But it's just my opinion. I would like to see him go back to Miami. But into the fucking, I'm like this week, fucked up a couple times. I uh, got the wrong piece for the, uh, oh, there's that strip you put on a doorway, under a doorway between the one room to the next room. I for the uh, divider, I think it's what it, fuck. I don't know what it's called. But anyways, I got got the wrong kind. I go back, make another trip to uh, to the uh, hardware store or Home Depot. Then uh, ceiling fan. Now, this one is great. I buy one ceiling fan. It worked. One actually worked. Cause I got the right one the first time. Then the motherfucker. Literally the motor blew. All right, take that one back. They didn't have that same one. So I had to get another one, which I'm kind of glad they didn't have the same one because if the one blew up, then possibly the other one was going to blow up uh, and get the wrong. So when you're putting up a ceiling fan, you know, you got that hole where, where it recovers, you know, where the, you got the electrical and stuff. Well, I ended up getting a ceiling fan where the top of it was very, it was small. So you had, I would have had to do, well, the, Dave would have had to do some patchwork to uh, cover that hole, but it just didn't fit. So I'm like, fuck, you know, back to the store. Now, those are, you know, a fuck up. Not paying attention, not knowing that, okay, I need something with a wider base rather than a smaller base. Um, but that didn't cost me a championship. That didn't cost me. Millions of people did not see that shit. You know, it wasn't talked about the next morning on all media outlets. It, the decisions we make, man, some of them 
good, some of them bad, some of them ugly. Again, for those who know me know I live by three simple rules. And But those who don't know, I'm going to explain them to you. When I make a decision on something, it's pretty simple. I look at it in three simple questions that I ask myself. One, will I die? Two, will I go to jail? And three, will I go broke? Now, if I answer yes to just one of those, I'm out, not doing it. Just, eh, reconsider, and eh, no, I'm out. Okay, I'm good. I can answer uh, no to any of those. All right, cool. Then it can't kill me. It can't put me in jail, and I can't go broke. All right, I'm good. But man, if I answer yes to any of those, I'm out. I am out. Now, not that any of that really applied to J.R. Smith, but shit. i tell you what. I bet you he doesn't play in Cleveland next year. I don't even know if he'll really play anywhere in the NBA. Really, look at J.R. Smith. Like, sometimes he talks, and I'm like, even on the game, he's like, looks high. Now, I know everybody knows he's a smoker. This is smoking that shit, which I don't understand why it's not federally legal in all 50 states, but that's for another topic and another day. So this guy makes the play, and you're just like, oh, man. Now, I would say that he's getting killed on social media and the media. So I guess in theory, that decision, yeah, you fucked up. You, you made a bad decision, brother. You should have just put the ball back up, taking your chances there. But anyways, that is nor here or there. So what else is going on out there, folks? Weather up here. Uh, man, we had a hot Memorial Day weekend. And now it is a bit chilly. Not not cold, not really. It's just cooler. You know, we go from 90 plus degree weather to if you're closer to the lake, Michigan, that is. It's barely going to touch 70. Now, the further south you go or the further away you are from the lake, it'll be about 80 degrees. Um oh, I don't know if you guys, I have to talk about this. I'm sorry. I it, it to me I, I am not trying to make light of this or find this to be funny. Um, you ever noticed now these days that people are getting too mouthy? Because uh, you're very opinionated. Again, it goes back to the whole, I can talk shit, whether it's social media or whatever. Sometimes people think they could legitimately talk shit to people again decisions that you make and here's where the three my three questions that i have to ask myself so in new jersey and i'm sure some of you guys heard about this or saw this in the media um new jersey a, a young lady a 20 year old i don't even know her fucking names i don't really care she uh from philadelphia goes spends the weekend i guess or decides to go to the beach over the weekend in new jersey and she's sitting on the beach um, with some alcohol. Whatever, in a cooler. I, I saw the body cam video from the police officer. So what you... It's funny. Again, the media cracks me up. I'm not trying to defend... I, I have friends that are police officers, so maybe I'm a little biased, okay? Now, I will do well. I admit that there are some bad cops out there, for sure. I mean, there's crooked cops and stuff like that. I mean, that's, that's not going to change. I, I know that. But what cracks me up is it. So I'm watching this, the whole body cam video. And he, you know, the guy wasn't being rude. He wasn't being a dick to her. He was just asking her simple questions and she was popping off at the mouth. Now, she was one of those that you're like, yo, just chill the fuck out, answer the man's questions. You might be able to get away with the warning or he'll tell you, hey, dump the alcohol. But he asked her, "How are you? is this your alcohol? This is not my alcohol. I haven't been drinking. Can you blow into this breathalyzer? You know, sometimes so many people will just be like, all right, fuck it. But I mean, if you're not doing anything, you blow into it. I guess she blew into it. And, and supposedly, I don't know, she didn't have it. She blew zero. And he's like, well, whose alcohol is this? Is this my aunt's? Where's your aunt? She's coming back. Make a long story short. She stops copping the biggest attitude, big time. Big time, big time attitude, and uh, it, it cost her a little bit. 
she's she was one of those young girls. And when I say, you know, look, I'm I'm four, I'm almost forty two years old. I mean, you're, if your motherfucking ass is twenty years old, then you're a fucking kid, okay? You 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 might be old enough to to vote and do all that shit and go to go to the army and uh, and defend or work going military. I don't give a fuck. But you you you're twenty. You ain't old enough to fucking drink. You're a goddamn kid. Uh, so she had a little fucking attitude, and her attitude cost her. Actually, her attitude really didn't cost her much other than the ass whipping and going to jail. So again, the decision goes back to, if I pop off at the mouth, will this put me in jail? Could this kill me? I'm playing people because, you know, cops be shooting. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not, again. Uh, yeah, motherfucking cops have killed people, though. I mean, the bad ones have done that. So, I mean, it's just no, 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 no shine away from that. I'm not, I'm not trying to shy away from that. But in this incident, man, in this instant, I'm sorry, this uh, police officer, I think he had, look, the girl was being, a, she was being a total see you next Tuesday. You can, if you don't know what that is, if you haven't heard that saying before, look it up, ask somebody, they'll tell you. And she got what she had, she got what she was, what was coming to her. I mean, I know people saw the, the end result, but even people, uh, were saying, Hey, she was popping off, kicking the cops, talking shit. Hey, the fuck, I'm not talking shit to the cops. I'm just not doing it. I'm not getting my ass. I'm too old for that. I don't, first of all, I look, I like, I don't like getting hit in the face. I like getting punched in the face. I kind of like the way my face is. You know what I mean? Shit happens, though. Uh, it was funny. Oh, I, I was laughing. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, that's funny shit. I'm sorry. I, I know some people are like, well, that's not funny. No, fuck that. If it ain't happening to you, it's funny shit. It's like one of those things when you see something happen to someone that you know, and you're like, man, that's fucked up, but it's funny. No, it's not. Yeah, actually, from where I'm standing, it's pretty fucking hilarious. Now, for you, not so much, but for me, can't lie, I'm laughing. Actually, this man, I have a good story. This happened to me. Well, it didn't happen to me. Let me rephrase it. It did not happen to me. I was at a bar uh, back in the... Oh, shit. It's, it's probably been 10, maybe 8 years ago. It's probably about 8 years ago. Might have even... It may not have even been that long. It's it been a little bit ago. So... There was this bar that I that, that I went to to meet up with some friends. My my wife was not in town. She was actually in Florida. Uh, so there's always a week where um, we go to Florida in May. I just happened not to go that week. So I'm out with some friends at this bar, Copper Penny. <laughs> I got another story about a penny, uh, but uh, the this bar was called Copper Penny, and I'm walking out. It, it, this people, I don't stay out late. I really don't. I I like to be in bed before. I like to be home before midnight. That old saying goes, "Nothing good happens after midnight," and I believe that's very true. I've been out after midnight and <laughs> speeding tickets. Uh, damn near getting fights when you're younger. So, actually, I had a friend once kick the shit out of a fucking car when we were walking out of a bar. Because some girl was talking shit to him. Of course, you're not going to hit a woman. So he ends up kicking the shit out of his car. Puts a huge dent in it, too. That happened after midnight. Um, I got in a bar fight with my wife. Not us. We had to whoop someone else's ass. Because uh, a girl threw a beer bottle. That was after midnight. She hit my wife in the head. At the time, we were just dating. She just, ironically, with all the blood she shed, you would. I really thought she was more... I thought she, she was... Uh, had more damage to her than it was. It was literally a small cut, maybe two, two stitches, two or three stitches. Uh, just, just said it, it, where it's at, you'll never see the scar, but it was right just above her forehead. It was crazy. But again, it was after midnight, so nothing good happens after midnight. So after a while, I just said, "Fuck it, I'm, I'm going home before midnight." So my friends like to call me Cinderella because my ass is going home. So I'm walking out this. I'm walking out the Copper Penny, and. I didn't hear really, I knew that there was some girls in the corner of the bar kind of going at it, jawing at each other. One girl was kind of getting shitty. She was getting a little drunk, a little belligerent. And her girlfriend, uh, which is someone I know, uh, was telling her, hey, you know, you need to chill out, whatever. So they, they threw her out of the bar, I believe. Because I'm walking out the bar. Next thing you know, I, I, I know that uh, two, two of the ladies were outside the bars. So I'm walking back to my car. I didn't park too far from the bar. All of a sudden... I hear her saying something to the cop and the police officer telling her, ma'am, do not put your hands on me, ma'am, do not. I, and he stepped back and you hear the sound of the taser 
nothing sounds better than someone getting tased. Because if it's not you, it's funny. The shit is not happening to you. It is fucking hilarious. Oh, I was cracking up. I just remember her on the ground and her friend telling her, girl, you need to chill out. Stay down. Oh, fuck that. That was funny. Funny shit. Again, that was almost midnight. So that happened just before. Actually, no, I think that was after midnight. Yeah, I, I, that was a night that I got home a little bit later. And uh, it was after midnight. So that those one of those things where it's good things, you know, nothing good happens after midnight. Whoa, we got a call in. Hold on, folks. One second. Well, I guess not. Um, so yeah, I, I, I was cracking up when that happened and to see the person laying on the ground stressed out because her dumbass decided that it would be a good thing to talk shit to a cop. Now this is prior to social media People having their, you know, phones with cameras and stuff. Because, you know, now everything. But I wish, I'm not going to lie. I, again, I don't have the, 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 for some reason, even when you see shit, you never, I never have the quickness to start recording. Like, it's just not my, my MO. I guess my generation's a little bit different. We, we, we didn't grow up with camera phones. We didn't grow up with, um, the, 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 the whole social media. I mean, for me, social media is relatively... Whoa, folks, got a call in one second. Hello, caller, you're on the line. What's up? Wow. Well, hey, man, you're uh, you're on Camacho. Welcome to Camacho's place. You're you're in the podcast right now. I was just telling the story about. uh, uh, when I was leaving the bar and a girl getting tased, I was telling people how nothing good happens after midnight. Um, and, and also telling everybody that, uh, my, my nickname to a lot of my friends is Cinderella because everyone knows that I'm home before midnight. Yes, this is true. Uh, before midnight. I, you, you know me, I am not staying out past midnight. It, 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 there's no need for it. You know what I mean? Just none whatsoever. No, the last three days been home before midnight. And, and no need for it. Oh, okay. Now what did you do last night? I went to, uh. My friend Kevin's house, and then went to my friend Steve's house, and then a bunch of procrastinators probably went out like around 11. I just went home. Oh, hey, and so everyone, uh, I, before uh, we go on any further, I want to introduce you guys to um, EBC, a.k.a. Clark, a.k.a. Uh, Trick knee, because he's got a trick knee. Always wore the brace during basketball. Had to wear the knee brace for basketball. Um, so he and I have been friends for well over 20 years. We actually, funny thing is that we actually went to the same high school. Had no clue that we even existed. It's funny how you meet people afterwards. Uh, we met at Meyer. There you go. Let me get one more. Can I get one more courtesy honk? There you go. So he and I have been friends for a long time. He's married. Got three beautiful daughters. Uh, and, and, and so... We are uh, a little bit of uh, almost very somewhat similar. Um, we're both shit talkers. Uh, we just uh, we're older guys now. S-H-I-T. Yes, yes. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. I, yeah. You know what? I like as I prior to you coming on, brother. I was telling the people that the New York Mets for me now are the New York can't get right. They just can't get right. Um, so, anyways, I was telling him a story. Do you remember this when we would go to Club Groovy and we, we <laughs> you know what story I'm talking about? <laughs> shooter McGavin. Oh, shooter. So, we, folks, when I was telling you about my friend who kicked the shit out of his car, this is the gentleman. So, we're in a bar. There was a little bit of a melee going on between two girls. And, uh, oh, goddamn, it just made me kick my car. <laughs> goddamn it. Hey, hey, the best part was we weren't even involved in it. We're walking out and the the one chick started talking shit to you for no reason. Yeah, absolutely no reason. I didn't like it. 
I did not like it. <laughs> and you run up to your car and you kick the shit out of it. Now that, that, I tell you what, if I was a field goal kicker, that thing should have been good for victory. Oh, that thing! You, I mean, I, first of all, because the 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 what was that? The uh, the ZX two, the four ZX two. Yes, that was the that was the that was the that was the X factor back in the day. Even in the ZX two, you're a pretty cool guy. Oh, you were the not and it, really guys. Not uh, really. No, no, not really. No, it, it was you're fucking cheap. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the funny thing is that was a small car, and you're a tall dude. What are you like, six two, six three? Six two. I'm six foot two. Yeah. So let me tell you something, people. This car took every, uh, us everywhere. But but nothing. Hey, n- nothing. I also was telling them about the time. Of course, that happened after midnight. So again, nothing good happens after midnight. No, no. Um, no. And also, Eric is very good with crowd control. Very good with crowd control. Uh, I was telling him about the time that Jen and I had had to whoop somebody's ass at the bar because they threw a beer bottle at her and I will admit you were able to hold the crowd back I want to thank you for that oh yes, yes, yes. the crowd didn't need to get involved did not get, did not need to get involved I no. mean this was this is a one on one maybe a one on two I helped I have as many people back as I could I think I did a pretty good job yeah I think you did a wonderful job and and, and you were quick to um, uh, get in people's faces and tell them you're not getting in this you're not getting in you were crowd control you yeah, were really you good No, this is this does not pertain to you. I need you to step back, please. Your butt cheek close. This involves the person that got hit, the person who's got got hit, uh, open, and the, the bottle thrower. Right. That's who involved. Yes, that was it. Anybody else? You know, stay back. So you got to your butt cheek close. Butt cheek close. Butt cheek close. Well, so. There was that time that, that 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 was funny. That that shit was funny. Um, so you so your family's on vacation this week, right? They're they're off, they're gone yes. for the week. Yes, they're in uh, North Carolina visiting her sister, and uh, her sister's husband, and her sister's um, kids, twin daughters that just turned one uh, today. Actually, it's their birthday party. Happy birthday to Priya and Maeve. Oh, happy birthday! Now, are they identical twins or uh, fraternal? Really? Okay. Yeah, I uh, yep. I have twin nephews, but they're fraternal. Crack me up. Little kids crack me up. I don't have any kids, um, so I live vicariously through other people, and uh, I see the way parents look, and uh, some of them look really good. You know, some of them, oh, this is great. Other ones you can see in their face. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to be that. I'm good. Actually, uh, it was funny the whole parenting thing. I, I uh, my cousin was in town with her husband and. She had a friend and her husband were came to see her. Now we went to her my aunt's house. I am not gonna lie. Kelly, this Kelly and Rex. Yes, Kelly and, and Rex. No, Reed. It's Reed. Uh, she's not married to Rex Ryan. My bad. That's all my right. Bad. Rex Grossman. No, I'm Willis sorry, Reed. Not, not over that yet. Willis sorry, Reed. Not over that yet. <laughs> um, so I see the uh, the other you know the other husband and and Reed. And they looked very dad-like. There's a dad look to them. You know what I mean? Dad style of dressing. Dad, just dad. Just a very dad, dad look. I, I think once you become a father, and I would say this, about 90% of, uh, I'll say 80%. I'll go 80% of, of guys who become dads and, and married for a while. You lose all sense of style and fashion. I'm, I'm very convinced. Oh, yes. I have no fashion whatsoever. No fashion. No, you did back Jeans in the day. Hoodie. Yeah. Jeans and hoodie. Yeah. Not anymore. I'm D-A-D. You're, you're, I put D-A-D-D-Y, D-A-D-D, whatever you want to say. That's me. Yeah, you're, yeah. I, I don't know why that happens to dads. I mean, it just becomes a thing, man. The, the dad fashion is, is a killer. Give a shit. We don't give two shit. That's what it is. We don't give two shit. Seven bucks. We don't care. Do you give any rats asses? We don't give a shit. Yeah, I, I mean, you can give... I give about three rats ass. All right, man. So it's good. You gotta have. Hey, if you can't have a good rat's ass, then what can you have? That's exactly my point. Exactly. I don't think I could have said it better unless you have said it yourself. You said it for me. Oh, you're welcome. Hey, I love you, guy.
Again, you got to love the one you're with. So, uh, I was so before you got on, I was talking about decisions people make, and obviously, we know the decision that I'm that that I'm talking about. I think you know what I'm talking about. And LeBron, LeBron James. Oh, yeah. That decision was hey worked out for him. He won two titles. I mean, it wasn't all so bad. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you a question, man. When you saw that play with J.R. Reed, what the fuck did, were you thinking? What did you think? Well, first of all, it's J. I'm gonna correct you now. It's J.R. Smith. J. Oh, that's right, that's right. Carolina. See, number thirty-four. Yeah, you know what? You had me thinking of Reed, Rex Ryan. My bad, J.R. Smith. Uh, J. You know, what? J.R.'s out there. You know, J.R. Ryder. Oh, I, A.K.A. Uh, I, Isaiah Ryder. Yeah. 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 Wasn't there a JR in Dallas? The show Dallas? J.R. Ewing. J.R. Ewing. Oh, that was a good show, man. A great show, though. I didn't really watch it as a kid. Wasn't, didn't really, and still haven't figured out who the fuck shot J.R. Still trying to figure that one out. It could have been. So when you saw J.R. Smith, uh, <laughs> what were you thinking, man? What did you think? Oh, boy. I'm thinking, what an idiot. Like, you know, stay off the shit. Stay <laughs> off the shit. He looked high as a kite. He did look high, high man. He looked high as fuck. I, I, oh, man. All I was missing was him, uh, him starting to celebrate when he started. That would have been awesome. LeBron would have just pulled back to that. Oh, I think LeBron James, man, if if ever LeBron James wanted to really hit one of his teammates during the game, I believe that might have been the time. That would have been it. Well, he stayed to walk off in this whole same interview. Hey, he's, he's, yeah, I'm done. See ya. Oh, I don't blame him. He's to walk off. I don't blame him. I don't blame him one bit. I, I blame him zero. I, when that guy asked him the question, it was like, motherfucker, are you serious? That That's not... That's not cool. That's not cool at all. Hey, folks, um, I do apologize. We got to take a quick uh, 10 second station identification. We're going to come right back. It's uh, Welcome to Camacho Place. Uh, myself, uh, AKA EBC, AKA Trick Knee. I'm going to call him Trick Knee Daddy. Can we go with Trick Knee Daddy? Do you like that? Trick Knee Daddy. Yeah, whatever. Right. There, there you go. So we'll be right back, yep. folks. Hold on. This is the Bulls Radio Network. <laughs> beep, beep. Drive home safely, Chicago. All right, everybody, we're back. Like I said, we just needed to uh, take a quick breather, uh, but we're back. Uh, yeah, so, dude, man, I mean, I don't know what LeBron James is going to do, but that motherfucker, he's he definitely not staying in fucking uh, Cleveland. I'll tell you, that that's for fucking sure. He ain't staying in Cleveland. No goddamn way. Even if they win the championship, which now it's very doubtful, I don't think he stays in Cleveland. Oh, no, he ain't winning no championship. No, 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 no chip. No, no oh. chip LeBron. No, none whatsoever. There, we got a no chip LeBron. We got a no chip. I mean, that shit. I mean, that play was just fucking horrible. You almost, you, you almost start to wonder, man. This motherfucker's a Jr. Jr. Smith, a, a professional basketball player, and then the motherfucker. Hey, hey, you know, they, they when they were talking to him after the when after you know after the game interviewing him, he he looked like he was in a fucking uh uh, uh interrogation. Like he he was stumbling over his own fucking lies, like trying to tell motherfuckers. Well, you know, I thought we were. Uh, you know, we were winning, and then why I thought we were going to call a timeout. Well, which one was it, motherfucker? Were you winning or calling a timeout? Because the way you were running looked like you your ass was going to go to the other basket and make a layup. Exactly. It would have been the first two points you scored in a while. <laughs> so, anyways, your your family's out of town till, what, next Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, have you uh, have you been doing anything? Yeah, just, you know, hanging out with the posse, you know, nothing. Nothing 
until about 11 o'clock. There's just a lot of procrastination. A lot of procrastination. Didn't go anywhere until 11 o'clock. I, uh, I, yep, I stopped drinking. I, I just stopped. They, they left the jalapenos. I went home. Oh, uh, so for those who are listening and don't know, Jalapenos is a restaurant in, um, I think it's, what is it? It's Sherville or Highland. It's right there on the border. Either way it goes. Um, it's been there for a while. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, they, yeah. See, that's what I don't understand, man. These cats are not young cats anymore. And there's some older cats. And when I say older, I mean, mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me. I mean, they're my age. We're, we're in our 40s. We're both, you know, 41, 42. So these cats. We're men. We're, oh, we're four. You turn 40, you become a man. Oh, yes. The, yeah. uh, the uh, Oklahoma State, uh, what was it, basketball coach? No, football coach. Football coach. Was it the football coach? Yeah, yeah. I'm a man. Oh, man. I'm 40. I'm 40. <laughs> I can take it. Those are just kids. <laughs> so... Speaking of just saying, yeah, I'm a man of 40, those are just kids. I don't understand how those cats still try to go out and go to bars and do what they do with a bunch of fucking kids. And I say they're kids. And I'm going to tell you why they're fucking kids because half the motherfuckers still live at home with mommy and daddy. I don't give a fuck. If you're in your 20s, you're under 30, still a fucking kid. Ain't shit that you can do for me. First of all, you and I are both married. Okay? So going out to a bar. Now these cats are single. So I give him that. You know, I give them that. They got the one thumb up. You're a single dude. You fucking do you. Uh But sometimes you got to stay in your lane. And these motherfuckers, they they trying to go, they trying to live in the fast lane. Uh now nah, I got bad knees. Fuck that. I ain't in no goddamn fast lane. It's good paper for you though. Oh, the fast lane? Yeah. It should, I, well, money in the bank's going to be good too. I think it should be good. But yeah, so you you didn't go to the bars with those guys, huh? No, I did not. Sorry, guys. I'm making a lot of noise. I'm working as we're doing this podcast, so I apologize for any kind of noise. What? That will happen. You're making, are you making the dollars? You're making the casholas? I'm swinging bread. You're swinging? Cash money, homie. Ah, straight cash, homie. Straight cash. How are you going to pay that fine, Randy Moss? Straight cash, homie. Yeah. Uh, such a great. See, th- now these days we don't have those 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 athletes that are they're controversial. You know, like Randy Moss, Allen Iverson. Speaking of Allen Iverson, I, I got to give Allen Iverson his due, man, because with with the current sneaker uh, sneakerheads, and I know you're not a sneakerhead. I, I get that, Eric. But you know, with the current culture of bringing back retro stuff and and old. Uh, uh, basketball shoes and stuff like that, man. Allen Iverson has made a comeback, and, and plus he's playing in that Big Three league, which <clears throat> it's. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. The guys that are gonna be in that league this year, it. it, it I think the league's gonna be fairly competitive. But, um, fuck, what was I going with that? Oh, uh, is it me or did the NBA get away from their dress code? They got away from the dress. They got away. I, I mean, so <clears throat> for the young cats got out there, away from it. so for the young cats out there, you don't understand when we talk about this dress code. There was there was a point in time where, when hip hop culture was starting to really become become come into its own, it wasn't something that. Uh, a certain group of people would just listen to. Um, you didn't have to be a hip hop head. I mean, it, it became, it was prevalent. The hip hop culture, the style of dress, um, excuse me, became a way of, of, of it was just, a, it, it, it was in the mainstream. Now, you, you dressed a certain way, you wore certain clothes, you, you just did certain things, you had a certain look to you, and the NBA uh, wasn't a fan of that. Well, the owners and Look, let's face it. The NBA, when you go to games, it's predominantly uh, a the fans. You look, you could just look in the stands and say, okay, there's more white people than anything. But that generation before us, they weren't feeling that hip hop culture, and they made these players change the way they look. They told these motherfuckers, no, you need this is a job. You need to come to work, and you need to be in a certain. You need to look a certain way, um, preferably business attire or business casual. Okay, now. That rule lasted because that rule came into place because of Allen Iverson. Yo, Allen Iverson will come to the games. Now we didn't wear skinny jeans or tapered jeans. You know, we wore baggy clothes, baggy shirts, big chains, and shit like that. You wore a do rag with a hat, and motherfuckers didn't like it. 
I hate to say it. I, I'm not trying to be. Don't 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 take this the wrong way, folks. White America did not like the fact that black dudes were coming to work looking like stars, uh, not on the court, but on the from but behind the mic. They were they were. It was it. You know, the hip hop culture was it. And, 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 and am I right or am I wrong, Eric? No, you're exactly hundred percent right. Hundred uh, percent right. So they they had they, I have nothing to add. And so they implemented the right. So they hit it right on the head. So they implement the rule. Now we fast forward. What about 20 plus years since the rule? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I don't, I don't know what business casual is now. I, I, I know when we were working business casual at, at the least was slacks, possibly a polo, maybe a sports coat. You know what I'm saying? Business casual. Yeah, that's yeah, that's about right. That's about right. Uh, when I see some of these motherfuckers, matter of fact, Swaggy P. I, I forget his real name. Nick Young is it? Oh, Nick Young. Nick Young. Yes. He came to a game, a playoff game. Yo, this is. I wish. I wish we could show. Uh, I should do a YouTube channel. This motherfucker came to a game in boxers. A T-shirt and a silk robe and house slippers. No fucking bullshit. Uh, it's true. It's damn true. Is that business casual? Did I not get the memo? You can come to you can come to work in your drawers. I, I wish I could. I, I'd come to work in my drawers. I mean, I get it. The NBA has changed. The style of dress changed, but. When you were smashing my generation for the way we looked, the way that that people didn't like the way we looked, they didn't like the way we talked, they didn't like the music we listened to, I'm looking at these motherfuckers like you, you, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I, I know that can't be. They, they got if they don't if for anything the NBA if you want to do anything NBA, do me a favor. Bring back the motherfucking dress code. Because motherfuckers are coming to goddamn work in the draws. They're fucking draws. I don't like it. Not, not a good sight. Not a good sight. No. Now, I don't want to see Nick Young in his, in his drawers. No. No. Sorry, no. Iggy. <laughs> Iggy. Oh, man. He. Oh, Iggy. 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 I got to give it to her, though. Iggy. Iggy. Iggy got a. She's thick as hell with a big booty. I know she says she got yeah. a. But. <laughs> Big booty. Big booty hoes. Pump with it. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. Pump with it. Put it. Put it. <laughs> Who's that bitch? Ask her for money. <laughs> oh, great movie, Friday. You know what I just heard? Hey, listen to this, man. I, I just heard, and I, I don't know. I Maybe I just read it. I guess uh, supposedly Chris Tucker never really got paid for him for doing Friday. What did you get? Uh, ILU? Like, I get <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay, folks. So when I said that Eric and I met at work, we met at Meyer 20-something years ago. Well, we all left. We all decided to get job. We had to grow up. Okay. A difference between this generation and the generation after us. We, we grow up. We, we, uh, we decided we got we to gotta be men. Even if we weren't 40, we had to be men. Yes, this is true. So I get a job. Uh, I think you were the first to leave Meyer, but then I, I left Meyer right after him. So I, I actually got a management job for a company called Jewel Osco. <clears throat> and you were looking for a job and say, hey, dude, uh, I can get you in. Uh, and, and I think you were a supervisor. They hired you in as a supervisor, correct? Yeah. Yeah. They sure did. And uh, <laughs> I'll let you finish the story. Go right ahead. So they hired me as a supervisor, and they said, you know, I didn't start as a supervisor right away. I, they had to, uh, you know, I had to learn different positions at the store and different areas of the store. So they, they stick me in liquor, liquor and beer. <laughs> very boring, very boring. Week goes by, they tell me, hey, you know what, we're having some problems with, you know, can we give you an IOU? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not, you know. One, one week, that's no, no big deal. Second week comes by, hey, you know what, uh, uh, still having some problems, going to give you another IOU. Uh, sure, yeah, no problem. You know, I'm getting a little frustrated now, but, you know, okay, 
it's funny you say that because when I first started there too I I, I got hit with the IOU um, but I, I I wasn't like I could leave you know what I mean eventually for ironically that the next week it got it got, it got fixed I mean I got two checks and ones but uh yeah I would have done the same thing man if, you, if you're not gonna fucking pay first of all you know it's funny you get these large corporations like that that, and, and it's not like Jewel, and, and I, I know a lot of people who will probably listen to this don't know what Jewel Osco is. And some people are from Illinois or Indiana or, or, or young. <clears throat> There's a couple of Jewel Oscos around Indiana, Chesterton and Dyer, but in Munster, I believe. Let me tell you something, man. That's not a small company. That company's owned by, uh, its parent company is called Albertsons, which Albertsons is throughout the South in California. And when I say South, Southwest, the South, Florida, and stuff like that, and then all in California. So it's not a little company, man. It's a big corporation, billion dollar. To not be able to pay someone for three fucking weeks, I, I'm shocked that when you ask, "Hey, where's my check?" We we not, oh fuck it. I, I'm shocked you didn't leave. And, 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 and I would have left right then. I'd have been like, I gotta go. No, I took it out. I, I had a plan. I just had to go plan drink. Nice. So you had a goal plan dream and you, and you went with it. You know, I, I, um, I remember one time, uh, kind of happened to me too. And it was real simple. I just said, Hey, listen, uh, I didn't get paid. They're like, Oh, I said, well, you know, I tell you what, I'm not doing shit until I see a check. I'm being serious. I don't work for free. You don't work for free. So I'm not, I'm not doing it. Cause I learned my lesson. I, don't I learned my lesson that one time with Jewel. Oh, okay. And they, they, they now again for me, they made it right. But fuck that. Never again, they didn't man. Make it right for me. They didn't make it right for me. Mm-hmm. No. They made it wrong. Did you they ever? Did you eventually ever get your get paid? Yes, I eventually got paid. It was it was like a, you know another week or two later, but that wasn't the point. That wasn't. The point. Wow. So so you. That mean, that's fucked up. See, I didn't realize it took them a month to get you your money. Oh, yeah. They, you know, paid, laid, made. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. So, um... That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Let me ask you a question. Before we, we move forward, uh, there's a story that I, I just find absolutely hilarious. Because it, it kind of goes right back to with the, um... <laughs> nothing good happens after midnight. Um, do you remember, um, the Cinco de Mayo, the De La Hoya Mayweather fight? Uh, anybody out there, Cinco de Mayo is May 5th. Do you remember the, the party? Do you remember that, that fight night? Could we talk about that? Yes, yes, go ahead. Yes, yes. I remember that day, that night. Oh, it's one of the... Most controversial nights of uh, of my life. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I uh, we'll just say, <laughs> well, so one of our friends, so Eric and I, and I don't know if it was controversial for you, but we we had to, we were on um, uh, let's say we were definitely on uh, patrol that night. We we were on security duty, right? We we. Academy four, like I think it was four. Citizens not patrol. Oh I, no, I, was that four or three? Either way it goes. Yes, we were we were a uh, COP collection of pissants. Remember, remember that that was the acronym he was using. What's that? <laughs> Again, there's people who probably there's probably some young people who never watched Police Academy. If you didn't watch Police Academy, fucking watch it. So we're we're at this party, and uh, so I invite Eric to this party, and we're there and whatever. And a friend of ours show up, 
and uh, we we didn't realize this person was going to show up. We're not going to call them. We're not going to call that person out. So we we didn't realize they were going to show up. And they he walks in and he sees us, and we're like, "Hey, what's up, dude?" Blah blah blah. And, and he was cool. He was cool because the look on his face was like, "Oh shit, I know some people here." Well, uh, my, my wife goes, "What? What's uh?" We're going to call him Phil for, okay? We'll just say Phil. Fuck's a Tony, Phil. Yeah. My wife goes, what is Phil doing here? And someone says, oh, Phil's dating uh, my cousin. Jen's like, well, that's weird because Adam's standing up in Phil's wedding. Now, my wife didn't have to make that statement. She did not have to make that statement. Uh, but she did. And she did. Truly did. Phil was pissed. Oh, Phil, Phil was, was pissed. He was not happy. I think Phil Phil yeah. Phil Phil first of all, when he saw us, he was cool. But when he looked over our shoulders and he saw my wife, he was not a happy camper. You you the look on Phil's face went from oh what's up to what the fuck is she doing here? Yeah, Phil, Phil wanted to stage a walk-off himself is what I, what he told me. Y- yes. So we had to – I had to run back and tell Jen, hey, uh, don't say shit about Phil. Jen looked at me and uh, the cousin looked at me. Let's say her name. And uh, you're telling Phil, uh, I think some shit's about to go down. Jen looked at me and said, I didn't know. I looked at her and said, you should always be on – Always, your head's always got to be on a swivel. You done fucked up. Now, for Phil, the good thing for Phil is that they did not tell the girl that, hey, Phil is going to be getting married. So they they left that one out. So the next day. Phil appreciated that. Phil did appreciate that. Yeah, from what I understand, Phil got some. He he, he got some. He He got some that night. Got that one last one last night of. Yeah, uh, I, I, so yeah, Phil told me he did. Yeah, Phil told me. He did. Yeah, and then so I, I'm just telling you. So the rest of the night, Eric and I are on basically security duty. Uh, we wherever Phil was at, we were there because we didn't know what was going to happen. We we just didn't know. Now look, the girl that he was uh, messing around with is is Mexican. So we were there, and and half the crew, you know, a lot of the people there were, you know, it, it was a lot, you know, half Mexican, half, you know, Puerto Ricans. There was Puerto Ricans, Mexicans. There was some white people there, but we didn't know what the fuck was gonna go on. We we were a little nervous for Phil. We were a little nervous, and we had to. Phil, yeah, yeah, Phil, Phil, yeah, Phil. Phil was nervous himself. Yeah, I mean, we 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 really had to stay on i mean our heads were on a swivel uh that that was the craziest i'll never again there's a lot of things that that my wife has done that i just shake my head but that one to this day to this day i still think oh you know again you know what she did you know what she did she pulled a jr smith I mean that there's no other way around it. My wife folks pulled a J.R. Smith. And for you people who listen who are women and don't know who the fuck J.R. Smith or what a pulling a J.R. Smith is, how about go to YouTube or Google, type in J.R. Smith and you will see exactly what the fuck we're talking about. And if you still don't understand, go to your husband, your boyfriend, a brother, a cousin, a neighbor and ask them, "What is this guy doing?" They'll tell you. And when you do it, make sure it's someone who watches basketball. They'll tell you right away, "Oh, he fucked up in a big fucking way." And folks, with that being said, uh this podcast is coming to its beautiful end. Uh Eric, anything you want to uh shout out before we uh leave this uh podcast and uh i don't know and into another day you know what i mean we'll 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 we'll, uh we'll definitely uh have to do this again i i hope that this is something that you can uh call in and 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 do more often oh yeah so i'll definitely be uh able to do this more often at least on a once to two time a week basis okay i I don't see a problem with that all right everybody don't give up 
Don't ever give up. Ah, uh, Jimmy V. Great speech. If you have never, you don't know where to. So, people, yes, where this podcast will be talking about anything and everything. Look, Eric and I are two huge sport fans. We love uh, wrestling. And uh, we love quoting from movies, uh, music, and stuff. Again, Eric is a dad of three. I'm a, a, a husband with no kids, just three fur uh, fur babies. So I'll stick. I'll stay. I, I will uh, keep you guys up to date on current news, such as the Kanye West album, which I'm telling people total shit bomb. But the Pusher T album, phenomenal. And Eric will keep us in, informed with the uh, uh, what dads do you know what i mean but all in all i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast uh eric uh it was a pleasure having you on i'm really looking forward to having you on again and uh from that thank you i appreciate being on camacho's place it's been an honor well with that folks i can't wait till i can uh, be on again thank you very much yes and that folks we're gonna be out and you guys have a good evening peace everybody peace